everyone and welcome back to another episode of Grow With G. I am so sorry, it has been a while since I last recorded. A lot was going on. It was Christmas, which I had a really amazing one with my family and friends. And then I went away to the Philippines and oh my gosh, you guys, it was incredible. Everyone should go. It was so, so amazing. So today I just wanted to come on here and tell you all about my trip and I think I'm going to call it like takeaways from the Philippines or something like that Um, because I also want to talk about the things that I learned while I was there, the things that I was practicing and what I noticed about myself and the place. Um, So yeah, it might be a bit of a different style of episode because I'll go through a bit of the itinerary of what we did and I'll put in some recommendations and travel tips as well so it might be a little bit of a different style of an episode but let me know your thoughts on it um, because I will be doing a fair bit of travel this year as well so if you like the content I can keep going with it or if you hate it (laughs) I don't have to do that content either um so yeah, Philippines. So I was meeting up with two friends from a trip that I did from Cambodia. I mean, the trip was in Cambodia. I don't know why I just said that so weirdly. Um, the trip I did last year was in Cambodia and it was a G Adventures tour. I definitely recommend G Adventures for any solo or little group travelers. Um, it's a really good way when You really want to see a country, but you're a bit overwhelmed by the logistics of it. And if you don't really know all the things you should see, I really recommend G Adventures. I've also used Busabout, but I think they went under in COVID. Um, And yeah, so G Adventures was amazing. It's a really great way to meet other people from all over the world and have a very stress-free travel experience because like everything is sorted, like accommodation, transfers. Um, but sometimes on some of the trips, there can be a lot of travel time. Like I definitely found in the Cambodia trip, every second day was a travel day, which was sort of a lot. And it was a little bit tiring because I did it for three weeks because I did Cambodia and Vietnam. Um, Actually, let me know if you're interested in Cambodia and Vietnam too, because I can definitely go over that. But today we're talking about the Philippines. And so, yeah, I went with two people from that G Adventures trip. Um, One is from the UK and one is from Brazil, but he is now living in LA. And they were just incredible people to travel with. I think that is such an important part of travel is either... Be by yourself so you can do what you want when you want or travel with friends who hopefully you know are good travelers that you'll be aligned with. We've got similar budgets, similar interests, um, but also people who are able to break off from the group and do their own thing as well because at the end of the day you might not all feel like doing the same thing and I think it's really important not to sacrifice your own trip um, just because somebody doesn't want to do what you want to do. So it's about finding that balance of, yes, there will be compromise on restaurants or whatever or on some of the activities, but if there's something you really want to do, you 
want to be able to break away from the group. So I would definitely put that out there as a general travel tip. Um, so we went to a few islands. So we flew into Manila and then the same day I arrived, we left for Boracay. We also did Coron and El Nido. So Boracay, I think there's two different vibes of Boracay. There's the hotel luxe end vibe and there's the downtown hostel vibe. We did the hotel Lux vibe which was pretty good for me since I had just flown from Australia to the Philippines and then to Boracay so it was kind of nice to chill and have our own room and as we all hadn't seen each other in a year it was really nice to catch up with each other um yeah so that was that was that was really nice and we had this gorgeous bungalow kind of style hotel room and there was a pool that sort of feel, felt like very rainforesty in the Philippines it's like beach and sand and next to it straight away trees rainforest vibes so really cool so we spent a few days there it was very relaxing like not a lot to do in Boracay there are some island hopping tours we didn't do that because we were going we were doing that later in the trip so we didn't really feel a need to do it there um yeah and then so it was pretty quiet for us that those first few days which like I was very happy with but we met people later in the trip who stayed in the downtown area and that was more like hostel party vibes so up to you um whatever your style is so then we went to Caron after that and it was so annoying the islands are so close together but there was no direct flight between the islands so we had to fly through Cebu and then to Caron and Caron itself I don't think I really loved like the village like the kind of city um but we stayed on this houseboat for one of the nights and this houseboat it's called Powell and Houseboats um message me if you want more details on it but it was incredible they give you free kayaks so we went kayaking to Twin Lagoon and the surrounding area oh my gosh the water is so blue and so warm and so clear it's literally ridiculous <laughs> I was in all the entire time our houseboat was so cool as well and then they had like a floating restaurant um, which was like the main area and we even got a guide to take us out kayaking nearby and we kayaked around some of the best snorkeling I've done in my whole life and I have been to the Great Barrier Reef and my memory is really bad, so I feel, I feel like I can't fully rely on it. But honestly, I kind of feel like this was better than the Great Barrier Reef. And the coral was just so fluoro, like so bright, so many fish. We were literally swimming in an aquarium. <laughs> it was so cool. And yeah, our guide was really nice and fun. And at one point we stopped in one of the lagoons and he was like, diving for sea grapes for us and he fully brought them back to the restaurant for us and had the restaurant clean them up and prepare them and we ate them for dinner that night um 
kind of an interesting taste. They serve it with vinegar, so it's quite vinegary. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting texture too. We didn't eat that much of it. Um, but oh, actually some of us did. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to try and love trying new things when I'm overseas. And then, oh yeah, we kayaked and we saw the sunset. Oh my gosh, guys, we did like five hours of kayaking this day. We were exhausted, so sore. The guide was fully like pulling us along and we were trying because obviously we didn't want him to fully pull us, but it was a lot of exercise um, that we were not ready for. The Philippines was also like a mini boot camp. There was so much strenuous exercise, um, a lot of swimming, which is so fun and cool, um, snorkeling. It was really cool. And then the next day we then went on a boat trip um, for three nights from Coron to El Nido. This was the most stunning thing ever. Literally private islands, <laughs> like private beaches with no other people on them and our tour guides they always like timed our arrival so that we would arrive before the tourists came and they just did such an incredible job of all of the logistics and they were just so happy and full of so much energy and so um attentive like as soon as you came out of the water, they brought you a glass of water. Like, I have never drunk this much water in my life. And gosh, like, just Filipino people are just so happy. Like, all of them were just such high energy. And it was really making me reflect on how I show up as a person. And I really want to be more like them because they are happy with anything and everything that they have. And I saw all different types of Filipino people. So like the, the boat crew, and then there were people living in the villages and there were people working in the cities. Every single person is so happy, friendly and helpful. And I really thought that is how I want to show up in the world. So that's cool when you travel to see those other ways of living and decide how that will impact you as a person as well and uh, even just like the people in the village are so grateful for everything and you know it really reminds you to be grateful of what you have back home we take so much of this stuff for granted and those people are happy with the the smallest things um so yeah, I want to be more grateful for things going forward as well, which I've been working on for a while. Um, I kept up my journaling pro um, process, or I don't know what I was going to say, my journaling habits while I was away, which I really love doing every morning. And a lot of people always ask me about it. So it was a cool conversation starter. Um, I did take exercise clothes and I didn't really go for runs or anything, but we were doing a lot of other strenuous activity like climbing upstairs all the time and you know all the walks and swimming so it kind of was fine um so yeah this boat trip was 
absolutely incredible. It was with Big Dream Boatman. Highly recommend it to anyone. Feel free to message me any questions. Um, you stay on the islands. You don't stay in the boats, which is a bit different to like Croatia Sail. Um, but I really loved staying on the islands. They were such cool little beach hut accommodations that you just you probably wouldn't know how to book on your own. Um, so definitely recommend. The food was incredible like the whole trip and then especially on this boat trip like I was eating to the point where I felt sick just because I wanted to eat more of the food uh, a lot of rice and noodle dishes very fresh it was very clean um <laughs> a girl like one of the girls who was on the I was on the trip with in Cambodia and Vietnam like she'd only eat western food um, but she she did try some local things um, because she was worried about the food in Cambodia and Vietnam, but she was fully eating everything in the Philippines. So if food um, and food handling is something that you are particularly concerned about, Philippines, totally safe. None of us got sick. They had a lot of like filtered ice, filtered water everywhere. So none of us got sick from the food or anything, which is really good. Um, and yeah, then we got the boat trip to El Nido and then we had a few days in El Nido, um, before heading to Manila and home and El Nido was a lot busier than all of the places that we've been. Um, the first night we were there, we stayed in this amazing hostel called Friends, which had a rooftop pool, which overlooked the, um, port and there was the sunset and all of like the islands you can see it's absolutely incredible and it was really cool because I think I had obviously said yeah I'm fine to stay at this hostel when we booked it but I had forgotten how amazing it was until I got there and I saw it and we were in the rooftop pool and we were just making friends with people like this is one of my favorite things about traveling is meeting other people from all over the world like we met that night like probably like six Brazilians <laughs> and a bunch of other people as well but they were so lovely so fun I love connecting with people um I met a guy who had also been a lawyer but he is now considering other things and just really cool to hear about people from different backgrounds but then have things in common with them and I was, I was just in my element, like meeting these people was so much fun. And I wasn't really drinking either. I didn't really drink most of the trip, which was really refreshing. Like I saved a lot of money and I felt great pretty much the whole time I was there. I was in, able to enjoy every single moment because I wasn't hungover. I wasn't, you know, with a headache or something. And yeah, I really tried to enjoy every moment while I was there. I've really been trying to practice mindfulness and I will do a whole episode on mindfulness because there's probably so much to unpack. But basically for me, mindfulness is just, it's being in the present moment. It's not worrying about the past or the future. And it's just appreciating every single detail in the moment. Like how cool is it that it's somebody's full-time job to take tourists around an island and 
all of the moving parts for that like it's somebody else's jobs to like clean the boats so that the boats are nice and good for when you need them and it's somebody else's job to manage the port so everybody else can get onto the boats and it's so cool to appreciate all of those parts to it and the thing that I've loved the most recently about learning about mindfulness is it can feel really overwhelming to start to be present because you're like, I can't be present all the time. I've got all these things to worry about and all of those excuses. But it's not like you have to be mindful for an entire day. Like if you have a hundred moments where you decide I'm going to be completely present in this moment, that's a hundred moments of mindfulness and they can be short. And it's just the conscious act of deciding to be where you are instead of focusing on other things. So don't be too hard on yourself if you feel like, oh, mindfulness isn't for me, I can't do it. It's just a continued practice of pulling yourself into the present moment so that you can take everything in and really enjoy it. I found that I was even able to enjoy what I previously wouldn't have. (laughs) I really was making conscious acts to find the good in situations and to, to laugh about things that were going wrong instead of get angry or upset. Um, For example, we went to this place. Okay. So we were in El Nido, there are a bunch of tours and all the tours go to the same <laughs> spots. Like they literally call it tour A, tour B, C and D. And there's a hundred companies that do each of those tours. And I thought that at least the companies would like change up the order in the way they do things so that not everyone rocks up to the same beach at the same time. But that's exactly what they do. And so there were so many people everywhere and we got to this place called Hidden Lagoon and we were waiting in line to go into the Hidden Lagoon, but we were waiting for the people who were already in there to come out. And it was genuinely comical how many people were piling out of this lagoon. Like it kept going and going and going. And I think old me, like we were waiting for quite a while to go in. Old me would have been like frustrated and annoyed and angry. But instead, I was able to see the humor in the situation and just laugh and go with it and just be in the moment instead of being like, oh, why is everyone taking so long? All of those things. And then the funniest part about it was when we got inside of this lagoon, um, because so it was a really small entrance into the lagoon. That's why it took so long. It was the worst thing we'd seen in the Philippines. (laughs) And it was like, we had waited so long to get in there. And it was literally, it was like an enclosed, so it was like a lagoon that was just and instead of this like crystal blue water that we'd normally had it was like muddy and there was like a hundred people with life jackets on and it was it was the worst thing we'd seen like there's no other way to put it (laughs) even like the like the part just outside the lagoon way prettier than the actual lagoon and 
I just found it funny. Instead of like being disappointed or let down or angry, why did we wait so long for this? Like, this is a joke. Why would the tour company take us? Like, I didn't have any of that, but any of those thoughts. Um, it was just funny and fun. And I actually look back on it as a really good memory. So that's some of the benefits of one being in the, the moment, but also choosing your experience. Like you can choose any experience. You can choose to be annoyed or you can choose to have fun. Um, yeah, even like one of the people asked me like, oh, what's the worst thing that's happened on the tour? And like, I genuinely really couldn't name anything because I was like, I have had so much fun. Um, like it took me a, a while to come up with something. Um, but yeah, I think that's cool that we always have that choice on how do we want to experience something. Um, but yeah, I would say if I was to recommend this trip to somebody else, I would probably start with El Nido so that if you do the boat tour, then you're on your own and with the private beaches and islands, because it, it is a lot to go from private beaches to like jam-packed beaches filled with like a lot of tourists and a lot of people who can't swim um so it was a lot more chaotic like it wasn't as chilled and stress-free as we kind of thought but all fine um we found a really nice beach in El Nido called Leo Beach which was really chill and we did that the next day instead of doing another tour um and then we stayed one more night and then we left for Manila and yeah then we had one full day in Manila before I flew home and Manila honestly <laughs> you don't even need a full day there um, there was like one thing called the Intramuros that you could explore I really didn't find that much else in Manila um, we ended up just chilling by the pool a little bit, which I normally don't do if I'm trying to explore a city, but there really wasn't that much to do. And um, <sighs> trying to find the right words to describe Manila. Um, I think I have no words, but yeah, it was a little bit sketchy and a little bit scary I wouldn't really recommend it that much for a solo traveler. Like, it's doable. Um, but definitely just, like, a stopover city on the way to the islands. Um, and, yeah, it was... really made me appreciate back home as well. Just seeing the difference in the city. Um, it was a bit dirty and... Yeah, a bit sad. Anyway, that was a lot of nothing on Manila, but I really don't really know how to talk about it, but it was kind of hard to see. Um, but anyway, let's finish this on a way better note. Philippines, amazing. I am 100% going to go back there 
probably wouldn't go back super soon, but there are so many more islands that I want to check out, like Cebu, Cigaro has been recommended to me by some locals, but I've also known tourists who went there and didn't like it. Um, loved, loved, loved Boracay. If you go to Caron, definitely do the houseboat. El Nido, so much fun. Definitely stay at Friends Hostel. And yeah, if you want like a beach vacation, crystal blue water, warm water too. Like the part near the beach was almost like hot water. <laughs> and then it was just like a really nice temperature. The further you got out, lots of beautiful coral. Um, like I said, some of the best snorkeling I've ever done. So if you're into that, some people did like scuba diving and stuff. Apparently there's also a whale shark tour maybe out of Cebu or something near there, um, please message me if you have any questions, if you want to go to the Philippines, if you want me to go on uh, in any extra details on anything. I love chatting about travel and strongly encourage everyone to travel as much as they can and big, big advocate for solo travel because it's such a good way to meet different people and also just like yeah make new friends from all around the world I've fully like I've just met up with people who I've met on another trip and I've stayed at people's houses from other countries I'm really starting to feel like I've got friends all over the world which is really cool so yeah I think it's a really good experience and can impact you a lot as a person as well I've learned a lot about myself traveling and I even did a lot of deep thinking on the trip about who I want to be, what I want to do and everything. So highly, highly recommend. So yeah, I think I will end the pod on that note. Let me know any questions. If you like this sort of travel style episode um, and the takeaways that I shared. So yeah, love you guys so, so, so much. Have a good night. Have a good day. Love you, love you, love you. Bye.